Welcome to Married to Politics. This podcast focuses on political topics that you accidentally end up discussing with someone way more knowledgeable than you. Except here, I save you the trouble by discussing politics accidentally on purpose. I'm Sarah Goggins, here with my husband, Derek Santola. Not unlike most mornings in our house, each episode, Derek surprises me with a key political issue that he is overprepared to discuss while I ask the hard-hitting and often awkward questions until I either understand or tire him out on the topic. So, Derek, what are we talking about today? Well, Sarah, I'm so glad that you asked. It's about time we get to this topic. Ooh! So, on Monday of this week, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressed a joint session of Congress, making him one of just a few world leaders to ever have done the feet. Wait, what? Yeah. We're not talking about daylight savings time? Oh, yeah. We are. Oh, we okay. are. You see, in response, Congress, <laughs> Senate, the Senate passed on Tuesday of this week unanimously the Sunshine Protection Act of 2021, which, if passed by the House and signed into law by President Biden... The sun will have... So Space Force is going to protect the sun. Not quite. That's not the Sun Protection Act. No. Is it about sunscreen? No, but you should always use that. Okay. No, what the Sunshine Protection Act of 2021 would do would make Daylight Savings Time, or DST as it's shorthanded, the permanent, uh, it would make it permanent across the United States starting in November of 2023. So no more falling back. No more falling back. That's right. Like spring forward, spring forward's eternal. Starting in November, we would permanently be ahead. It would just not change. What do you mean starting in November? Like, we've already sprung forward. It would just, it would stay. But this doesn't kick in until 2023. Ah, so we'd have to fall back again? We'd have to fall back and spring forward once more (sighs) before we get into this. Now, the reason that they are delaying this, according to one of the bill's sponsors, Senator Marco Rubio, Republican of Florida is because of trains, planes, and other transportation mechanisms that have already planned out travel that far in advance. Oh, well, that's reasonable. It would throw a kink into it. So this would allow time for those industries to transition. Okay, I'm excited about this topic. One, because I don't know a ton about it or if it's controversial at all. From what I understand, my base knowledge, it was passed by unanimous consent in the Senate. That's right. What does unanimous consent mean? That like no one just did. Was it like a voice up and down vote? There was like, there was no voice vote. So um, a parliamentary act that can be taken by sponsors to ask for unanimous consent for a bill's passage. And if there is no opposition, meaning no one comes to the floor and objects, then the bill does not need to go for a roll call vote or for a voice vote and can proceed. So I'm tempted to make one of those like a broke clock is still right twice a day. A broke Congress is still. Right, when it comes to time. Love that. So, exactly. There's so many time puns that can work in here, and we'll see how many we can get in. I guess my question, I have a a bunch of random, this is going to go all over the place. Why don't we start by delving into the background briefly, and then we can Okay, because I want to get objectively, I feel like without knowing all this information, I'm for it, I guess. I don't necessarily care if we're on standard time or daily savings time. But the back and forth is annoying, um, and this... We'll see where you come down after okay, I lay okay, out some information. Okay, okay. So, so let me give you a couple of 
pointers on on the background. So this is this is a federal piece of legislation that's coming on the heels of 20 different states, including Marco Rubio's home state of Florida, passing state level legislation that would apply to those states that are blocked or preempted without federal legislation. So these states have said, we want permanent daylight savings time. However, there is a federal law that states whether that, that prohibits states from doing um, from taking that action, so that's why this has to be passed. So, is there are the, is the state makeup party lines, or is it all over? This is all over the place. So, the states are include um, Florida, Georgia, Massachusetts, which trends liberal. Um, it, it's all over the place, and it's kind of representative by the sponsors of the bill. So, back in March of 2021, so a year ago, um, a coalition of bipartisan senators, including Rubio, um, James Lankford, Republican from Oklahoma, Roy Blunt, Republican from Missouri, Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat from Rhode Island, Ron Wyden, Democrat of Oregon, Cindy Hyde-Smith, Republican Mississippi, and Rick Scott, Republican of Florida, and Ed Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts, Massachusetts, introduced this bill um, that would make daily savings time permanent across the country. So bipartisan effort. Okay, so you said about 20 states. And so there are 50 states. Two already don't do daylight savings time. So why aren't they preempted? Hawaii and Arizona, right? That's right. But they're on standard time, not daylight savings time. Yeah, so in addition to Hawaii and Arizona, there are several territories, including... That one town from West Wing. Where, the, where President Jeb Bartlett visited, and that one little town, I don't know if that was that one town, that one town, that one town participate. West Wing. So deep cut for those who that was a deep, that's a deep West Wing cut. So in addition to Arizona, Hawaii, American Samoa, Guam, the Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico, and the Virgin Islands do not observe daylight savings time. So which why something, are they preempted if the other states are federally preempted? Right. So to answer that question, why these states are not preempted, we have to actually go back to like the origins of daylight savings time. So, um, which is much sooner than we than one would think, right? That's right. So a lot of people are under the misconception that it started um, as early as the founding. But it was like Carter or something, right? Well, so some people think that like Benjamin Franklin was the inventor of daylight savings time because he wrote. Um, that early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. But that was actually just something that he was saying as satire. And it actually, we can um, credit Germany, the nation of Germany, as the first adopter of daylight savings time, which occurred in 1916 as a part, as a way to conserve fuel for World War One. We actually didn't adopt daylight savings time until two years later in 1918, but it was so unpopular that it was abolished after the end of the war. However, fast forward the clocks to World War II, President Franklin Roosevelt instituted a year-round daylight savings time, which he called wartime. Which is what they want to make now. Which is what they wanted, which is what they want to so make now. So there's precedent. There's precedent. Now, daylight savings time, um, in that instance, only lasted for three years. At the end of the war, um, we were done with daylight savings time by the end of 1945. So march, march forward in time until you get to the 60s, and this is what, where the answer to your question comes in. So the Uniform Time Act, which, is, which was a federal law that was passed in 1966, 
mandated one standard time zones across the country and two stated that states could exempt themselves from daylight savings time as long as the entire state did it so at that point hawaii and arizona hawaii being a state in the 50s so relatively recently to that point in time uh, both of them opted out of joining the daylight savings time which is why they're on standard time which is why they're on standard time, which is permanent, which is one hour behind. Daylight so the savings states, time. the twenty states, that have done some sort of legislation relating to daylight savings time that are preempted all want daylight savings time, not standard time, because it sounds like if they wanted out of the back and forth, they could just exempt themselves from daylight savings time and be on standard time. So states can permanently opt themselves into standard time, but they are prohibited from permanently opting, from permanently into daylight savings. opting into daylight savings time unless this law is passed. Okay, so does the law, if it passed, which still has to go to the House and then signed by Biden, automatically make everything daylight savings time or would just these 20 states have their bills no longer preempted and then it's kind of up to the states. It, it seems like this opens the avenue and then states themselves would have to then pass legislation to um, f- to have a, a year round of daylight savings time. But doesn't that seem, I mean, while I love protecting the sun, but doesn't it seem like it's just a bigger headache for half the states to be on one time? Like, even if they're in the same time zone, to have different states on different times? Like, could... New York and Vermont be on different time, be in the same time zone, but be an hour apart. If one adopted to change to stay on daylight savings time and the other didn't. Yeah, theoretically, but think about Arizona. That's a good example in the Pacific or in the Mountain Time Zone, rather. Arizona borders Colorado, Utah, and New Mexico, and when those three states spring forward into daylight savings time, they're on a different time than Arizona, which is within the same time zone. Okay. So we talked about how you were kind of on the fence. You didn't really know if this was something that you were for or against. So let's talk about the American public writ large. Um, Senator Rubio in his public statements has cited several studies that talk about the um, effects of daylight savings time. One of the things that... um, was pointed out was a poll that was taken in 20 October of 2019 that said that only about 28% of the country of people polled um, want to keep this this process of springing forward and falling back. However, the rest of the Americans um, were done with yeah. winding their watches altogether. However, it seems that a slight um, majority or at least a plurality, is in favor of standard time, year-round standard time, as opposed to year-round daylight savings time, with 40% coming down in favor of year-round standard and 31% coming down in favor of year-round daylight savings time. Do we know why? Well, maybe it's generational. Interestingly, looking at the crosstabs, older Americans are more likely than younger Americans to support staying in daylight savings time permanently. 38% of Americans over the age of 45 supported year-round DST, compared to only 22 of those under 45. Interesting. 
There's also a Is list. Is like an early bird special situation? I think so. It, it could, I mean, it it's could. Like I'm in bed by then anyways. It also could have something to do with the fact that these are the people that experienced um, the last period of permanent DST, which occurred in the 70s due to um, the embargo of the petroleum producing countries, the, the energy crisis, as we called it under President Carter, like you mentioned previously. So it's possible that these people are just used to this and that um, they're more comfortable with staying in DST, whereas younger individuals who tend to sleep in, we're talking about younger high school, college, and early professionals who may be more interested in getting a little bit later start to their day. If the sun's not up at 7 a.m., they may be, um, and the sun is out later in the evening for them to go out and have um, activity after work or after school may be more appealing to them. Sure. So school is the is the thing that I find the most interesting because I feel like that's the the snippet that I've heard on the news the most about this is uh, the big concern is like kids waiting at school buses at eight a.m. in the dark. What's the hubbub on that? Yeah. So it, you know, if if we are in permanent daylight savings time, then the sun will rise later. The sun will rise later. Um, okay. But mostly during like the winter months, this is a concern. That's right. Okay. That's right. So they're, the kids are cold and in the dark at the bus stop. But um, I think, I, th- I feel like, oh, God, I don't want to misquote Marco Rubio. Um, not that I ever enjoy quoting him. But I think I heard or read, I mean, Twitter, what a great source, mm-hmm. that he was just like, great, start kids in school later, which if that is true, I just agree with that. There's no need for, like, school starts so early for these kids. Right. Right, and and there are several um, potential pros that are that are cited. Um, you know, hit me with the pros, baby. So again, I, you know, I'll refer you to this one pager by Senator Rubio. It reduces car crashes and incidents involving pedestrians because better vision, better sight. You're yeah. able to see um, better. It re- interestingly, it reduces risks for health issues like cardiac stroke and seasonal depression it's more sunshine than vitamin d right you know uh, reduces the number of robberies by close to 27 percent according to a study by the brookings institution Hmm. harder to rob a house in broad daylight Uh, it benefits the economy people are able to shop and drive to more places when the sun is out they feel more comfortable leaving their homes well it's interesting then i guess i mean the inopportune timing of this bill given the current gas prices with the Ukraine war. Like if it, because I mean people... It's going to drive up demand. People need more fuel. But granted, this isn't kicking in until November of 2023. Okay, 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 okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. More benefits that uh, Senator Rubio's office cites are this, it's proven to reduce childhood obesity and increase physical fitness. Again, individuals, young People are outside exercising or at least socializing after school and work. Yeah, I I know our generation's parents kicked us out till the streetlights came on. So if the streetlights come on later, that's more outside time and exercise time. That's right. It also uh, would benefit the agricultural economy, uh, which um, I guess is disproportionately disrupted by these changes. That is so interesting because I feel like the wives' tale or like the story I've always heard about daily. The daylight savings time back and forth was always done for the farmers. 
Right. Apparently, that has nothing to do with it. It's Stop. all energy related. That is so interesting. Yeah, I also came up I on the same where understanding. That rumor and uh, according to a 2008 study by the Department of Energy, full year-round DST would reduce energy usage because. When you say the, DST, it makes it sound like it's a frat thing. I gotta be honest. That's how they shorthanded <laughs> daylight savings time. I'm. Are we, pledge, are we pledging DST right now? Daylight savings time. So far, it seems like I'm for. What are the cons? Is there a con list? What are the negatives? Yeah. Who I, are the, and are there any people? Are there any pundits, talking heads who are opposed to this? So far, I haven't seen any talking heads that are opposed to it. I mean, and granted, this feels like a, a silly news story for talking heads to deal with. Given, given what's going on in Ukraine. Going on in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, but there are some cons that I found. So uh, apparently, even though we just said the daylight savings time is good for your health as a relates to cardiac health and obesity it's also um when it comes to your sleep it's bad for your health um but i think it really comes well i think it comes to what the changing of the clock so much so apparently changing your sleep patterns even by an hour uh goes against a person's natural circadian rhythm and has negative consequences for one's health one study found that the risk of a heart attack actually increases Ten um, percent on the Monday and Tuesday following the spring time change. What? So the past Monday and Tuesday. Well, when you lose the sleep. When hour, you lose an hour of sleep. Did you, is, did you see anything? Is that the same when you gain an extra hour of sleep though in the fall? Are you still subject to higher risks of that with an extra hour? Of so sleep? it seems like the falling back is actually you know better for you. Sure. You gain you get an, an hour of sleep, but still sleep. you're you're a little bit um, off kilter. But it's really the springing forward, that cutting of an hour of sleep, that actually is detrimental. Another con is that it actually drops productivity. So think about it. If you lose that hour of sleep and you're groggy, you're less productive at work. And actually the Monday after the springing forward is actually referred to as Sleepy Monday. I would have thought that was the Monday after the Super Bowl. I think both are. I think Monday after the Super Bowl is one of the most uh, called in sick days of the year. But sleep Can't call in sick after DST. DST. I hate uh, myself for Sleepy that. Monday uh, got its name because it's actually, um, you know, one of the most sleep-deprived days of the year. So congratulations, listeners. If you made it through this week, um, your body's circadian rhythm should be getting back on track, and you made it through Sleepy Monday. Um, and apparently... I guess, yeah, like, it seems like the cons are all, like, one-day focused on that Monday, whereas all the pros are more, like, long-term benefit so like if it's a con for one day who cares well so there are long-term let's um, get to those there are long-term issues so apparently dst is also expensive so the air transport association uh, estimated that dst cost the airline industry about 147 million dollars Why? thanks to confused time schedules with countries who dot who do not participate in the time change but isn't that regardless like, there's different time zones. Like, there, Europe there would be an, daylight savings. There would be an adjustment period, but it's it, these seem to be focused on changing the clocks back and forth. So all the, the, the adjustment period, I think, is reflected in the fact that this does not, if passed, kick in immediately, and there's a transitionary period. It's to get um, trains, planes, automobiles, things that are focused on tight time schedules to coincide with our international partners. Yeah, but, like, once it's set, you can, like, 
I, you don't have to keep dealing with this. This again feels like a short term problem. Like it won't playing trains and automobiles won't have to go back and forth. It'll just be right. Well, it'll well, be. We'll have to deal with Europe's daylight savings time and standard time back and forth. But like. Seems like you're coming out very much in favor of this, which puts you, which puts you in line with 100 out of 100 senators in the U.S. Senate. I mean, vote for me. So um, the next phase is that the bill will be before the House for a vote. Um, Will it it, go to a vote? I mean, will Pelosi put this on the floor for a vote? I think it has to be a vote. I don't think that there's the same unanimous consent um, provision in the House. Oh, I just meant we should ignore it. Like, does she have any obligation to put it forward? She doesn't have an obligation to put it forward, but it seems that this is going to make its way forward. It it was recently passed out of... so sad that this is going to be the one bipartisan win. I mean, yay, sleep and sunshine, but man, I mean, is this really the only thing everyone can agree on? (laughs) It seems so. I mean, it seems so. Where do you stand on this? You've just been spitting facts. I think that I fall in line with the people that observe standard time, honestly. You know, Sarah, you and I lived in Hawaii for four years, and it was um, kind of nice not changing my clock back and forth. Granted, we were six hours or five hours behind these coasts, depending on what time of year it was. But I kind of like, you know, my fall back and gaining an hour of time. And I enjoy um, standard time and, and, and how that works. But then again, I am very much in favor of having light you later the in the sun. day so and surprised. light after work. I'm so surprised at your choice. But okay. Well, it seems that the country is moving in this direction, certainly, to get this this thing passed. So, Any um, other big facts before we wrap this up? No other big facts, just wanted to um, say that, you know, I started this off by discussing President Zelensky's address to Congress and um, the fact that we passed this unanimously out of the Senate the next day is funny timing, um, given what's going on in the world. But you know what? Let's see where this takes us. And the good news is, is that we can always change the legislation. Um and not every state has to opt into it. So it'll be interesting to see. One last thing I did want to mention, actually, one other thing I did want to mention is this handy tool that helps you, um, regardless of when where you fall on this daylight savings time or not spectrum. Um, and I'll drop the link in the show notes, but it's found on this um, website, Observable, which allows you to put in what you think is the latest reasonable sunrise time and the earliest reasonable sunset time. And it will provide on a map of the United States where you should live, where you should live or or how it would uh, impact where you live. So interestingly, discussing with time zones. Can I do that with temperature as well? The hottest respectable time and the hottest respectable temperature and the coldest. And then that tells me where to live. We might need to find a different map. This just deals specifically Observable. with Observable. I don't know. You just found out about this website. Let's have a sister site and then pair these up together so I can live my best life. So the further west you live in a time zone, the um, more prone to abolishing DST you would be, meaning that you would want standard time all the time because the farther west you are in the day the later the sun's going to be up and the later it's going to to sunset 
the further east you are in time zone, you would be more in favor of of year-round daylight savings time. So interestingly, uh, Senator Rubio's state is as east as you can get, so it's more favorable to him. But, you know, as I rattled off earlier, there are several western states, including Senator Wyden from Oregon, uh, who are in favor of this year-round DST. So okay, check out Observable, check out the map, figure out where you fall on this spectrum. And um, yeah, you can you can tweet at us, actually, and let us know. We have Twitter? We have a Twitter handle. You can tweet at us. It's mtppod uh, is our Twitter handle, and I'll drop that in the show notes as well. And let us know. apologies for our amateur hour. We record this in our home. And our dog has found a squeaky toy towards the end of this podcast. So if you hear that in the background, you are welcome. Dogs, babies, moving trucks. We're just trying to make it happen. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.